Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is June 19th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, doing good. Doing a lot better than yesterday. Was, oh. That that red eye just crushed me. I mean, you had even worse travel. Red eye got canceled. I, I, when I booked it down to San Jose, got on a different flight first thing Tuesday. It's just an eventful couple of days. I was... I got home last night. I was just delirious, completely delirious. And I was like, I, I forgot we even have to record tonight. Can we push it till tomorrow morning? So this is the, the rare post-major week exception where we're a little off schedule. So Yeah, I think uh, we, we had seven days in a row. So I hope the, I hope the listeners can forgive us of our, uh, of our transgressions here. It's, it's for the best. Last night, whatever came out last night would have just been more incoherent than usual. So... Uh, let's get into it. We gotta, gotta, we're right back on the horse, though. Another full week of golf. Uh, you want to run down the schedule here? Yeah, I would love nothing more than to run down the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the big event this week is the uh, KPMG Women's PGA Championship. Uh, right back, another major. Just It's major season. Um, that's at Hazeltine National Golf Club. In oh, Chaska, Minnesota. The best spot in the world. Oh, don't be mean. Just don't be it. mean. We've, we're, we're big fans of Minneapolis. We've talked extensively about the business community and the Sticky Note Classic and the human potential that you can get at the 3M Innovations Lab or whatever it is. Let me just put this out there. That this is just so PGA. Of, like you, <laughs> there are so many compelling venues for women's golf in Minneapolis. And you choose maybe the least compelling venue <laughs> in Minneapolis. <laughs> All right, so that that will be on. Uh, like you, the, oh, the, the mean, world it's, it's is your PGA oyster. Course. The world it's a PGA course. So what? There, it's a terrible PGA course. It's I the know. least exciting place to watch high level golf. <laughs> well, there and, are other and interests even, here, Andy. Uh, there, there's. There's other interests in the world than than just I a know. PGA course. That's what they puff their chest out like. Oh, yeah. this is a men's ma-. like. I'd be great if the if the if the women made a point to never go to men's major courses because guess what? There's a reason they're kind of you know they aren't the best courses. Right. Well, you got they got to serve a lot of masters here. They can't just serve the architecture community. Now, I don't disagree with you. I, I like. I think we've seen. Uh, women's events, men's events, amateur events, you know, they are elevated by where they play sometimes, right? I mean, that yeah. can't, that, that can generate interest in, from a cohort that might not otherwise be interested. Um, but they've got to serve a lot of masters and who knows, they have some, obviously have 
a relationship with Hazeltine based on PGA Championships, Ryder Cups, etc. So uh, I'm sure there's some separate deal here. Like they did with Congressional, right? Congressional's hosting everything under the sun uh, for the next decade. Um, So that women's PGA will be on Golf Channel NBC Thursday through Sunday. Um, Then uh, on the PGA Tour, which we've alluded to, the Travelers Championship, one of my favorite events, TPC River Highlands. Uh, up there outside of Hartford, the old, the former GHO, Greater Hartford Open. Uh, went to a lot of, went to school with a lot of kids from Hartford. Big week, so, big week uh, at the Travelers. Yeah, they got uh, the debut of professional debut of M- Victor Hovland and yep. Matthew Wolf, and then you also have Cor- Colin Morikawa and uh, Justin Saw in the field. It, Saw is now a pro. Correct. Yes, yes. He's he's, he's played a couple. He played the Memorial. Um, yeah. He played, um, I think, one other too. Um, so Morikawa just turned pro. Not his debut though. He obviously Morikawa. This is his third event, I think. So he had he went t fourteenth. He made the cut at the uh, U.S. Open, but I think he finished like fifty eighth. And okay. now he's uh, so he he finished fourteenth at. Um, the week before the uh, U.S. Open, which what, what was that? I'm blanking here. Uh, I'm a little delirious the... still. <laughs> uh, Canada. 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 Yeah. Uh, so the Travelers, it's their uh, matches their strength of field from last year, which was their highest ever. Like I, I don't know. Full disclosure, like I know a little bit about the people who run this thing, like. So this week, I guess the field, just to run it down, they have Kepka, JT, Bryson, Molinari, Fleetwood, Day, Phil Mickelson. We mentioned those those amateurs, recent amateurs turned pro. Uh, it's They don't have Rory and Spieth this year, as far as I can tell, but they've or, had them in recent years. Or most importantly, FedEx Cup number one, Kuchar. <laughs> this is a, a big opportunity for Kepka. He could seize control. I really don't want him to get to number one in the FedEx Cup. <laughs> Kepka and but, Rory, one, two, are not in the field. Yep. yep. This is just a uh, wide opening. How's he not but, number one? How? At FedEx Cup? He finished second at the Masters, first at the PGA, second at the U.S. Open. Well, it's not like Kuchar. Kuchar hasn't been slumming it at those events, but right? But can, can we just make the the majors worth like 1,200 FedEx? Why are the playoff events worth more than the majors? Well, that's antithetical to the PGA Tour. They don't, they don't have the rights. We know this. I mean, they this give them six hundred. Cra- just but be isn't happy this crazy it. though? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and argue that it's not, that it seems just completely, I, I don't know, at odds with what we've watched at the most important events. Yes, like, but like Mayakoba like, matters like, in the FedEx Cup calculation. A win at Mayakoba matters. A win. <laughs> where else did Kucher win? He won uh, Sony. Sony. That stuff matters. And, and you know, so just if, going if, D2 at the U.S. Open isn't quite the same. Right now, if we had Player of the Year, would there be any question who it would be? Mm-hmm. No. No, of course not. It's the guy that won a major and finished yes. second in the other two. Yes, yes, yes. Howard Hughes, as Brandel Chambly calls him, because he's... Hard to figure out. Now, now uh, think about this: the the representation of of the FedEx Cup is would be like you'd assume whoever wins would be the player of the year, or yeah. likely, uh, especially at the end of this regular season. He's third. 
<laughs> Who's second, by the way? Rory. Rory. Okay. Another. Is Rory just a PGA Tour player now? Doesn't doesn't worry about the majors. Just wins like the players, FedEx Cups. You I've know, been actually he... ruminating on that take. Like, and, and, and I, I'm glad you brought it up. That's something I've been kind of thinking a lot about. Are majors too hard for Rory to win? Like, does he need the the guy running in from off stage with the chair to bash his competitors <laughs> in the back? He needs the yeah the WWE announcers table. Good God. Uh, I kind of think one of the issues is that when he gets to, like, last week he was talking about, you know, the setup. He had that great quote about the setup and yeah. how it made him think. And yeah. I think to a certain extent, if we if they played more setups that were actually real golf like that, that he would win way more majors. And it's a disservice because he's just, like, not used to playing in those conditions. Interesting. Well, he's always said he hates playing in like the wind. He's never done well in links. Like he much prefer to play like a, I don't know, a, a Muirfield than a, I don't know, a, a Muirfield over in in Scotland. <laughs> well uh, done there, Muirfield Village versus yeah. <laughs> like he said, that. I think Muirfield Village should have to change their name. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> Got you going down a different road there. It's kind of uh, disrespectful. It's disrespectful to the original Mirfield. <laughs> why is it disrespectful? I think it was more of an honorific, isn't that, Jack? Well, it's Jack's kind of it's kind of actually symbolic of how far American golf strayed from from golf over there. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Here's so, Mirfield Village, our you know, our housing, you know, uh, Lux country club play right right so let's let me run through rory since he last won a major he's won a wgc he's won one two fedex cup playoff events the fedex cup Why as a whole this to me the players championship another pga tour an elevated status like he's just mr pga tour since uh, august 2014 an elevated status a wgc Two playoff events, the players, and the FedEx Cup as the, the, the whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle. He's, he's Mr. PGA Tour. He's also won a FedEx Cup. That's what I'm saying. And and he's uh, he won a race to Dubai. But I don't think those count. You know, the Rolex series, the Rolex series might be like the best events. Why? Not, not majors. Because most of them are national opens. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Well, you won the Canadian Open. That's a national open. That's true. That's true. Uh, we so, we need to elevate the Canadian Open to major. You love the Canadian Open. Now that all it's right. not at Glen Abbey, I'm I'm all about the Canadian Open. Yeah. Uh, all right. So look, getting back. So Rory is not in the field now that we've talked about him. <laughs> you know, it's probably good for Rory's psyche. He's like had the worst putting problems at, at CPC River Highlands. I think he's used oh. five five putters in the last two years at TPC think, River Highlands. I think that's right. I think, was it last year or the year before where he used three in the three first three days? Three separate <laughs> That putters. was two years ago. He used three. I think he finished close to dead last in strokes game putting in like seventh at the tournament. <laughs> yeah, and, then, was, and then last uh, year he used at least two. 
The best, yeah, the two years ago. You know how those, there's like a putter rep that goes, just posts up on the green. And they put a, like a big carry bag and then like line them up in this display. That was basically Rory's just bag on the putting green. Rory himself, he just had this these putters, like 15 putters leaning against his bag. He'd just go in, out, in, out, exchange. Like make one stroke, switch, one stroke, switch. He's like a putter rep out there on the putting green. Uh, all right. Now that we've gotten in on Rory a little bit, I think I think Rory should start carrying the two putters, <laughs> like like Scott did at the PGA. Well, he's gotten better. He's kind of over that oh, whatever yeah. that period was. I mean, he's putting better now. I think he should um, try that arm lock. Everybody's doing it. You were you were all in on the arm lock last week. You're fascinated watching a couple guys do it. It's just it. it I, I do you do it, right? I, no, no, I don't do it. I did it a long time ago. Okay. And it's okay. it's a very it's a good way to putt if you have tr- I, it it sets you up to the ball right. Yeah. Yep. And then it's like a great training aid. What I noticed was I used it for a while and then when I went back to the regular putter, I was like way better. Yep. Yep. Uh Although it should probably be if you're going to have an anchoring law, you know. Right. Right? I mean, uh, you want to get into this? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, okay. So, Travelers, great event. Loaded. I, I got to know a little bit of the guys, like the, the, the guy from Travelers that runs it, the attorney organizers. Not the shill for them, but like. They actually like give a shit about what they've been given. Like they really hold this deer. It's not like just you know how there's like some guys who out there who sell insurance or I I don't know. Do they just their entire year they just count on renewals, right? They don't necessarily overextend themselves to make new business. I'm not saying this is all people. I'm saying there are certain guys there. You like, know, there are a lot of travelers. Just, tra- there's a lot of travelers reps in the world. I know. But I'm just talking about like somebody who just can not have to overextend themselves. Business will always be fine, right? You get those renewals. Like you just kind of do what you did last year, keep it going. These guys actually bust their ass. They stand out. All I'll say is they they understand the 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 I don't know the treasure treasure's too sappy of a word, but well, they understand like what they've been given here, and they want to make a great. Event like a great well, golf tournament and event out of it. There's like a juxta like just like in terms of we get all these PR emails and the travelers guys that run their, you know, public relations with the media. Yeah. They don't send just like mass press releases. They send personalized emails. Like yeah. when they have news, they send it out, but then they have follow ups that are unique. Like they send me stuff that other people don't get and it's centered around how I cover golf, which yeah, is, no, it just no, stands out because like they just do their jobs better than everybody else. And that's why they have such a great field. Right. They bust their ass. They're like at all these events all year, like just recruiting on the, on the range and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's just like, it's the week after the U S open. Probably a lot of guys don't want to play. It's on the other side of the country. And I, I don't know there's a reason they get a good field. It's a solid event. What do you think of the, do you think, what, do you, I have a question. Do you think yeah. Sanderson is jealous right now of, of your heaping? Of my love? Yeah. I don't have, I, um, people think I, I no, you're walking fine. around Pebble beach all last week. We're sporting the peacock hat. Yeah. It's, it's not a peacock, man. It's a chick. They're not slaughtering. Their logo is not a peacock. 
Sanderson Farms isn't selling peacocks, slaughtered peacocks for you to eat. It's a chicken, not a peacock logo. Uh, <laughs> I was. I was the only I person think, that pebbled I think the travelers. I think the travelers should change their logo to a uh, uh, NBA ref doing the traveling signal. <laughs> You're you're out of control this morning. You're out of control. Um, yeah. So that's enough about the travelers. What, what do you think of River Highlands? By the way, it's okay. It's got a, that short par four on the back. Fifteen. That's a really uh, neat hole. Yeah, it's fifteen. I, I think sometimes it plays like two eighty five even. So it, it's it, Garrett uh, Morrison wrote an article on uh, our website about short par fours and how a lot of times they should just be called long par threes. Sure. Because everybody just pulls driver. And, and right. River Highlands is one where you see a very like drastic... There are, there it clearly forces a decision on players. Right. Where right. they have to choose whether they lay up or whether they, they go for it. So that, that's a, just a really fun hole to watch on tour. I mean, the whole... All, all four of them... I think the whole finishing four are pretty good. Not bad. Uh, starting with that 15th. It's it's a good course, in my opinion, as far as TPCs go. Uh, as far as TPCs go, I mean. <laughs> I think it's a good tournament. It's like course, a, that's like saying this is the best burger at McDonald's. <laughs> oh, don't be mean. Um, but... <laughs> This uh, gets back to that whole. You remember two years ago, Luke Donald, when they were at Aaron Hills, and it was Aaron Hills was playing. It could be playing like seventy eight, seventy six hundred yards. He goes, Luke Donald. Remember this tweet? He goes, love that twelve under one at sixty eight fifty, sixty six thousand eight hundred yard course. And last week at Aaron Hills, sixteen under one on seventy seven hundred yards. Making courses long isn't the answer. This is right in your uh, par thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so it's a par seventy, you know, yeah, yeah. normally. But yeah. you know, for this week, we we definitely we're we're looking at five seventy four on the part five twenty three. So that one everybody's getting home into. Sure. I think that, you know, and then you've got fifteen as a short four. We're just gonna go with uh, with we're gonna go with uh, what's your par this week? Sixty eight. <laughs> so right. adjusted par for the week is sixty eight. Okay. All right. There you go. It's uh the one thing that I'm looking at the scorecard right now. Sad, sad for a user. <laughs> like I don't know if you could actually walk this course if you went there. But think about Why? this. Tee to green. The walks from green to tee. Well, or? I don't know. They might not allow you to. That seems like something yeah. that would happen at a uh, TPC course. But one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven cart path only golf holes at this golf course. <laughs> I think there, there's a lot of concrete out there, as far as I know. Probably, I, I, probably some double wide concrete. That's how the <laughs> you know they gotta they gotta spend money on the on you know keep that nonprofit status of the tour. Get the get the double lane <laughs> cart paths. You know, twice as like likely the, like, twice as like, likely to hit that speed slot. <laughs> like the seventeen million dollar driveway to the TPC Sawgrass, they got to get the double wide car pass. Yeah, spend a little bit of that money. Um, the Data Golf, the brilliant minds at Data Golf, as I call them, so you know the the stats bear this out that you know the off the tee 
performance here. Bombers tend to gain fewer strokes off the tee here than they do elsewhere. Like it, like it's not just you know. Sometimes with these short courses, we just say, "Oh, like it brings everybody into it." But I guess like you know, the stats bear out that you know, off the tee, you can gain less here than anywhere else. That's what makes Bubba winning here so so much so compelling. Why? I mean, obviously, he gains most of his strokes off the tee everywhere else. It was like Why what Joe Peter said. He drove it like, uh, you know, like Dustin. He drove it like Dustin Johnson in terms of length and Bernhard Lager in terms of accuracy at the <laughs> Masters a couple of years ago. Right, right. So it does. I, I don't know. For whatever reason, he's super comfortable here. Creative, getting creative, Maybe. playing the shot. Rory needs to, you know, for the week of the River Highlands, he needs to dump facts and, and go talk about Bubba on the with Bubba <laughs> on the greens. Do you think Bubba would be a good good coach? Like if you if no. I get, if I got you a ten lesson pack with Bubba, no. do you think no. he'd get better? Ten lesson pack? No, not at all. Do you not think he'd all. get worse? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Who do you uh, think would be the best instructor of the big names on tour? Hmm. Who would you most like to take lessons from? I think Brooksy right now. I mean, I'm all Brooks, all everything. I don't know. You think he'd be good at teaching you? I mean, no one would. What would he say to you when he was when you were struggling with something? I think I think deep down, Brooks is a pretty empathetic guy, and I think he'd be pretty helpful to what I need. (laughs) I, I think Brooksy is a good communicator. He's a great communicator. He's just not publicly i think i'm just guessing hazarding a guess what about you I'd who prob- would you want to take probably john rom oh get out of here <laughs> what i'm just messing around i'd probably all take right. i'd take him from tiger you know? yeah that's a good good idea uh all right other events and then we'll get back to some featured group stuff um uh-oh i just lost my schedule let's do featured groups first uh Feature groups for Thursday are Cantley, JT, and Molinari, Bubba, Brooks, and Finau. It would be fascinating to watch those guys take it on. Oh, yeah. Bubba, They'll Brooks, all in the same Finau. spot. You think so? Maybe Bubba does something different. You know, he might have a different approach here. Bubba right? is, you know, Bubba is one of the most exciting players to watch in golf. He's fat. Like, when he won Riviera last year, like, that was, like, one of the best watches of the year. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable, crazy. You know why? Uh, You know why he's interesting to watch? Why? Because he plays way different than everybody else. Curves the ball, moves the ball, thinks of different ways to play holes than the I don't know. Yeah. So basic tee to green stuff. Yeah, it's not Uh, just a high straight ball like everybody else on tour. Right. On uh, Friday, we have Phil Spieth and Leishman. And then fan vote Friday choices are Kisner, Holmes, and Keegan. Ugh. Pace Bryson. car, pace car, getting just. Well, here, look at this one. Kate, that's like you got you got put the fa- one of the fastest players on tour with two of the slowest. Kisner with Holmes and Keegan. Ah, <laughs> well, how about this one? Paul Casey with Bryson and Jay Day. Oh, another pace, pace situation. Is there is there some correlation to oh. slow play and 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 fan vote? Fan vote? I don't know, but those options are not great. And then the third option is Wolf, uh, Bobby Diaz, and Sepp Straka. Oh, don't think man. they're gonna win, but I'd I love to I don't that. know. They could win. I think they're think, gonna win. 
the rookie rookie will draw in the he should yeah that's like the story of the week they're definitely i bet bryson wins with jay day oh <laughs> you're pained you're pained by this oh i'm gonna have those results everybody's asking me i'll have uh, we'll talk about the results on friday i'm i'm you, writing something up you've got i mean you're digesting well no it's just it, been it, it's been a little busy a yeah. little bit, little things, a few things going on. Yeah, I had to mow my lawn yesterday too. So, oh, again, you had to mow your lawn? Yeah, I I was gone for a week. So, it just, did how did it go? Did it, the electrics get through it? The battery get through it? It got through it. I might be getting a new lawnmower. You know. So, all right, gonna, let's do. Keep uh, the, keep, we'll announce that later. Oh, interesting! New lawnmower. Electric only lasted a couple mows. All right, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Um, all right, then elsewhere, we'll do Fanville Friday Junior in a minute. Elsewhere on the schedule, PGA Tour Champions, the American Family Insurance Championship at Ridge Golf Course in Madison. University Ridge. University Ridge, sorry. You know, don't, don't disrespect the, you know. I assume this is Wisconsin's home course. Oh, yeah. yeah this, is, this is what bugs me about, about Steve Stricker. He went to Illinois. Yeah. But now he's Mr. Wisconsin. Yeah, he goes he goes to Wisconsin games. He's wearing a Wisconsin hat. You know, he's <laughs> like Mr. Mad I know he grew up in Wisconsin. Like I get it. He lives in Madison. But <laughs> but show some respect and, and some loyalty to the to the program here. Doesn't he like go to like Final Four wasn't he at like Final Four games in Wisconsin hats and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah that's what when I'm saying. The- he goes to Illinois Wisconsin games and he's like a divided divided country. He's like got Illinois and Wisconsin gear on. What's up what with that? Kid does his daughter go there or something, maybe? It doesn't matter. <laughs> He is Mr. Wisconsin. Let me ask like, you, if you're, one of your kids goes to Notre Dame, yeah. are you going to all of a sudden root for Notre Dame in the Notre Dame-BC game? Ah, uh, man, that would be, that'd be really hard to kind of reconcile. That would be really hard. I, I really, really don't like Notre Dame a lot. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I, Wisconsin and Illinois have that heated a rivalry? I guess Wisconsin's just basically like a Chicago suburb, so <laughs> um, they they yeah, I mean, I guess not. If, if my kid went to Notre Dame and they were playing BC, I would root for BC. Without a doubt. And then I'd rub it in his face if we want. Think about if you were a univer- a legend at the University of Illinois. Yeah. It makes it even worse. Right. 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 Um, okay, so uh, do we need to talk about featured groups there? Featured names? No. No, right. there's one Madison. There's one featured name that you need to know about. Ken Tanigawa, the assassin. <laughs> uh, but they do that celebrity thing, right? They do this nine-hole celebrity match concurrently with Saturday's second-round coverage. You like that. What a disaster. <laughs> with uh, Jack yeah. Nicholas, Brett Favre. I remember this. The LPGA outrates the Champions Tour they on, did, yeah. on television. Yeah. Yeah. It, what, what's a really fun exercise is to compare the purses. So, like, more people are interested in, in the LPGA Tour than the Champions Tour. And then compare the purses. Yeah, something doesn't quite make sense there. Uh, I, I did hear recently, actually... That, that there were a couple champions tours groaning about how the to maybe a, a certain network about how 
LPGA was getting more coverage. But the LPGA outrates them, as far as I know. Hey, maybe, so. you know, big news is maybe there's a new new uh, new sponsor in town that uh, that's going to change purses for the web. You know, do you think anything's going to oh, come, come of the KFC tour? <laughs> you think the purses are going up because it's now sponsored by Big Chicken? It's not Big Chicken. It's a, <laughs> I know. It's consulting. It's a big consulting, strategic, strategic consulting, big executive searching. Yeah. Like the executive search firm of uh, Corn Ferry. That was a big news. I was going to push that off the news. But uh, we we had it. Yeah. We we talked about this about a month, maybe over a month ago. Yeah, we put we we put like the big news. It was like minute fifty five, which teaches you you better listen all the way through these things. It's like minute fifty of a podcast, and you went on about how we had the corn fairy. Yeah, you think about all the emojis they're they're going to use the corn on the cob and the fair the ferry boat. Just PGA Tour socials got to be fired up about this new uh, new frontier. I saw that they're already uh, doing their uh, song and dance, you know, changing all the history of the tour. Oh, you know, no, how, are they? How all these Corn Fairy, Corn Fairy alums have come out. Like, oh I think God. it should be Buy.com alum or Nike <laughs> alum. Nike nationwide. Like, you can't sit well with sponsors that, you know, they, they know as soon as they drop their sponsorship, they are going to be erased from the history books. I mean... You think they really care? Yeah, they should. Like it's part of the reason, thing. part of the, they're mad about. Part of the reason you do these sponsorships is so that you're entrenched in the history, and the PGA Tour just wipes it all away. They just shit on history in general. Oh my god! Well, all right. They have the, the only history they care about is the players in the and uh, the wet and the in the FedEx Cup. That's the only two historical things that they care about. Uh, is there a web event this week? There's got to be, right? Of course. Cor- uh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't make this make this big announcement if there wasn't, you know, a, on the he- they a big thing to announce. I think they're in Wichita with the big, right. the big propeller championship, <laughs> the Air Capital Classic, one of the best trophies in sports. It's a giant plane propeller, if, unless they've changed it. That that's what it has been. The Air Capital Classic over on the uh, the KFC tour. Corn Ferry. What do you? I mean, we had this a month ago. It's just an amazing rebranding. I wish I had uh, my my uh, confident my Tom Doak's confidential guides out um, because he had one of the best things ever for this for this golf course, uh, Crestview Country Club. He had the, one of the best write ups ever. Like just pure Tom Doak. Like shitting on a course. I was gonna say. I assume it wasn't particularly positive. I think. I think it's an RTJ course, and in the context of it, I'll read it on Friday, word for word. But the context of it was like, is I'm unsure if Robert Trent Jones ever ever stepped foot on the on the course, or if he just, or if he just, uh, or if he just dropped him from an airplane while passing over, <laughs> like the plants <laughs> dropped the plants. <laughs> <laughs> just unbelievable unbelievable uh, that right is on. not that is not on tv by the way you will see no crust view on tv we just yeah. have lpga travelers american family insurance with that that celebrity match you got to watch that uh you know who the celebrity teams are jack and Favre 
against Andy North and Toby Keith. So that's must see. Uh, and then on the Euro Tour, also on TV, Andy the, North. Uh, <laughs> Can you tell the story of the ringtone? What? I don't think story. Oh, what story? About the Going media, my the media center ringtone. What about it? <laughs> this was that past week. Maybe somebody else told me this. Story. Was I not there for that one? <laughs> oh my god! Andy North's a Wisconsin guy. <laughs> so, so there's some guy with a ringtone in the media center that's bad to the bone. <laughs> no, I definitely was not around for this oh, conversation. I thought that you told me this. So, <laughs> so there's a ringtone of this phone keeps ringing and it's bad to the bone. <laughs> Nobody knows who it is. And then all of a sudden they see Andy North pick up the phone. <laughs> That's so good. That's great. <laughs> great story. I, I'm never going to be able to separate Andy North and Bad to the Bone from, <laughs> from my mind ever again. That's a good one. That's really good. Oh, bad I, I, to the Bone. <laughs> That's good. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, oh, oh, I gotta get it together. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to edit this out. I don't know. We now know what Andy North's entrance music will forever be. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, I've ridden on a couple media shuttles with him. You see, he was just the nicest guy ever. He's the best dude. Well, um, that's what he wants you to think on the exterior. That's true. That's true. In- inside, he feels a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's a Wisconsin boy. So, so that's the celebrity, <laughs> the celebrity match. Uh, and then last but not least on TV, we have the Euro Tour, the BMW International Open. Which I think is at a super offensive golf course. It's in Germany, prefer. right? Yeah. Yeah. Munich. I can ride golf club in Munich, Germany. Um, and Sergio, Matt Wallace, Matt Fitzpatrick, Jonathan Vegas. What's he doing over there? Martin Keimer, Thorpe Jorn, and Lee Westwood lead the field. Why is Vegas over there? What if, uh, I don't know. Is yeah. Vegas getting in with big international motors or something? What's, what's he's trying, Maybe he's trying to work something. That's interesting. Uh, so those are your four TV events. Our Euro Tour, PGA Tour Champions, Travelers, and the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. Um, you have the I, got, I got an event of the week. Plastic, and then what's your event of the week? The wet event of the week this week is the Northeast Amateur. We go. I was up hoping at, you'd go there. At, at Juana Moisset. Uh, country club in uh, Massachusetts. How long's the course? How 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 many yards? Sixty seven hundred. It's a par sixty nine. Oh, all right. Here's here's the one you know. Would you ha- is that adjusted? Would it be more adjusted? I would adjust it more. Okay. Okay. But you know, for a long time, one of the things you see is like you know recently the guys have started to overpower it. I mean, there's just a ton of. You know, shorter par fours, which 
you kind of have to figure out a way to adjust down. But like the, uh, the, the you know, a lot of times, Dustin Johnson won this event at one over one year. That's amazing. That's amazing. Wanda Moissett. Wanda Moissett. Where is that? Donald it's Ross. It's a, Where is it specifically? I, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's, clo- it's close to Titleist HQ. I guess like half the members are Titleist execs. Okay, but Sounds it's a, it's supposed to, it's like one of the places I want to see most. It's supposed to be just the greeds are just wild, and um, Ross, Ross yeah, greens. and and then they're they're working on a long term restoration plan, so it's only going to get better. Fantastic! All right, so event of the week, Northeast Dam. All right, let's get to our fan vote Friday Junior nominees. So we already read off the many many slow play options that will be on TV or on streaming Thursday and Friday. Let's uh. Let's get our own nominees uh, for. Uh, we'll post this what Thursday morning. Yeah, yeah. Then Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday afternoon. We'll post the poll. We're gonna close Thursday afternoon, and then we'll talk about it Thursday night for Friday's episode. Uh, I'm going with Scott Stallings, Martin Laird, and the Junk Man, Freddie Jakobson, just because I want to dive into Freddie Jakobson's, you know, life off the course. I think I'll get some interesting stuff there. Second group, Podrick Harrington, Tom Hoagie, and Sane Moon Bay. I want to jump into, dive into Bay's background a little bit. Figure out what was going on. (laughs) Is that really what was going on? (laughs) Come on. I just, I couldn't get it out of my head. <laughs> I'm sorry. How did we not talk about this last week? I missed that whole I, I, conversation. I forgot. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> can, All right. can you start over? Yeah. All right. So I'm going you Scott got the Stalling, junk man. Marty Laird, and junk, the junk man, because that'll be fun. You got Mr. Workout and, uh, and uh, the junk man. Yeah. Podrick Harrington, Sane Mood Bay, and Tom Hoagie. Just because I want to know more about Bay and what, what his, his time in the military was all about. I think I could dive in, extract a few good nuggets about him. And then last but not least, the trio of Kyle Jones, Chris Thompson, and someone named Chris Tallman. <laughs> as opposed to short man. Chris Tallman. Is it T A L L? Yes. Do you Chris think he's Tallman. tall? I don't know. I need to figure out how tall. What if he's like five seven? I would. That would. I would bet on him being five seven, more than like six five. All right. What are your options? The family lineage of the tall man's. <laughs> like yeah, I assume. Is he the black swan of the tall man? Oh man, I All assume right. that's how his clan came to be known. I got to have tall man group in. All right, good. South Hadley native Chris Tallman set the tee off at, I don't know, he's a, he must have won the section of that. All right, I, I, got, I got Wes Roach, okay. Seth Reeves, right. and Ryan oh. McCormick. All right, that's in. I'm, I'm getting that one. Roach, <laughs> Reeves, McCormick. All right, Boo Weekly, Abe Answer, and Roger Sloan. What? Big bad boo. <laughs> they love him up there. 
<laughs> How could you not love Boo Weekly? I know. I mean, uh, the Travelers especially loves them, though. Nicholas Lindheim, Kramer Hickok, and Chip, Chip McDaniel. We got to yeah. talk about Chip McDaniel. I know. We do. He Mondayed right. in. So What's he got on. Well, we we got to talk about McDaniel's uh, okay. journey All right. here. All right. Did All you right. see this? Uh, I was in the air. I saw there was commotion about it, but yeah. What 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 so else? He 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 made the cut at the U.S. Open. Right. Yeah, we were monitoring that all weekend. He makes the cut at the U.S. Open. Hops on a plane. Here's his schedule. So he gets on a shuttle at 2 p.m. to San Francisco. 9 p.m. He gets on a flight um, to to Boston. He gets into Boston at 5:30 a.m. Rents a car, and he makes a two-hour drive to the Monday qualifier site. He gets McDonald's for breakfast, steps on the first tee, stripes a tee shot, makes birdie, and Monday qualifies for the, for the travelers. Amazing. Amazing. How many times is he Monday this year? I think year? this is his third Monday qualifying, or fourth. He played in he played DR in top, or Puerto Rico? One top five in Puerto Rico. Okay. And uh, it's just one of the coolest stories. Great, great story. I'm Um, looking at Chris Tallman's bio. Can't find any height, though. It's okay. Save it. Save it. If if the people want to know, they need to vote. Okay. And then uh, (laughs) other Monday qualifier info. Our boy, Captain the Cradle, Drew Love, wins the uh, Canadian Tour's Monday qualifier. Medals. Fantastic. She's 63. Amazing. It is amazing. It is. He's 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 been, grinding. Yeah, he, I think there was a couple weeks in there, one week in there where he shot like 80. So there. what? But he's but up he's there playing. I know. I know. This it was is amazing. exactly what we wanted. I I people like send me stuff. Like I hope he does well. I'm I'm rooting for him. I hope he does it the right way and does well. Like I think like right after that Fort Worth disaster when he was you know DFL. I think he went up to Canada and shot, like opened with like a sixty-five or something. So yeah, figure it out. It's you know I he's, think this is great. This is the pre- classic example of like you know crawl before you walk, walk before right. you run. Right. You know, run before you get into like the hundred meter dash on the PGA Tour. Right. You know, we right. got Drew there. He doesn't even know how to crawl, and he's he's trying to sprint against the, yeah. the world's best sprinters. Not a good look. Not a great and a great concept so all right that's our fi- fan vote friday junior monday qualifier info any other news you want to get to i just saw i mean michelle Wee's coming back she says she's not 100 percent, but watching the warriors play that not 100 percent motivated her to come back that doesn't seem like a good decision but hey no. uh quick note important uh citation all that monday qualifier info yeah, was absolutely. from monday q info so yes at Monday, I, I, at a case of the Mondays, one. A case of the golf one. A case of the golf one. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows. If you're listening to this, I hope you know. But if you're not, get in on a case of the golf one. Monday qualifier info. He makes Monday qualifying like some of the most interesting stuff each week. Um, yeah, so we back. Other news. Tiger doesn't sound like he's going to play until the Open Championship. He's over in Asia. wearing. They're all wearing matching shirts. You remember how I ranted What's about he doing this world? over there? When we were at Disney World? Is oh, he getting I, set up for Big Tokyo? I, that's a good that, point. 
for that match and the I think he's in Thailand though. Maybe uh, a family thing. Um Remember how I ranted about how I totally underestimated the group t-shirt economy when I went to Disney World? Just everybody in these group t-shirts. Mom, dad, kid one, kid two. Uh, they're all in like yellow matching shirts, photographed. I didn't think Tiger would be that kind of kind of guy, but enjoy his vacation. So we'll see you at Portrush. Um, I don't have any other news. We, we already got to, we got to the Wolf debuts. Should we do some picks? Yeah, yeah, I got, uh, Polly's taking Bubba. I'm taking Bubba, too. One and done. I'm going to take Victor Hovland. Wow. Is Hovland a big hitter? Yeah. He is, right? He's not, okay. like, he's not as long as, like, DJ or anything. Or Wolf. I, I did want to talk about this. One thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Go for it. I feel like we're setting up some of these guys to fail as a media and with these uh, just ridiculous expectations Comparison. and comparisons yeah. that people are heaping on Wolf and Hovland. Like, it's right. just absolutely ridiculous. Right. What people are, you know, they're comparing them to, like, the be- best players in the game right now. Ever. Like, and, right. and I, they're exceptional. I can't think of two players that i was i've been more excited to watch play and i you know and but it's extraordinarily difficult to get your pga tour card on a few exemptions like i think you know rom and neiman have kind of spoiled us and um it's important to note like think about even neiman even neiman like he's receded talk about i mean norman john we were saying this about norman john last year and Braden thornberry right right so, Jean is like missed every cut on the web almost. So Jean's one forty seventh on the money yep. list, and on Braden, the web tour, uh, not yeah, on, on the PGA tour. And uh, Braden Thornberry is one hundred fourteenth, and these guys were very similar situations. Uh, I think that Hovland and I mean, it'd be. I, I think Thornberry was really, really great. I think and Norma Jean was a world beater in college, but I, th- I think yeah. Wolf is really special, and I think Hovland is too. But like, like, are we setting ourselves up for like disappointment if they aren't on the PGA Tour right away? It seems like it, right? Yeah, a little and, bit. And it's like that's not easy to do. Like, if, no. and it, it it's no. crazy because like a guy, one of their peers, who's very, very good player, top top five or six player in their class, uh, Davis Riley, he turned pro at the beginning of the year, and he's played unbelievably and fought hard just to get status on the web. Um, he's been Monday qualifying and stuff. He's, he's up to, like, in the 50s in the, on, the money, on, the, on the points list. So, but it's like, been a complete grind. He complete turned pro grind. at, like, Christmas, start of the year, in between the semesters. Exactly. Just- so it's just, like, you know, like, these guys, like, like Charlie Danielson was a four-time All-American, and and you know when he turned pro, he he finished. He didn't even have stats on the web. You know, right. like this is stuff that happens. So I think right, right. we gotta right. we gotta rein in. Like if they play well, great. But like let's hold off. Let's let them play golf yep. and not yep. compare them to who they are. Because what we've learned with golf is no great golfer is like. The, another great golfer. They're all unique. Yep. Yep. 
I think the comparison stuff is crazy, but it's it's a facile thing that just we fall into, certainly in media, you know, and even like the former players that are on the call to it. Like, oh, he reminds me a lot of so and so who just happens to be, you know, a Hall of Famer and all that stuff. So it's just it, it's <clears throat> something we talk about on, on in media, and it's probably not always fair. Yeah, good. I appreciate that serious rant, You're swinging us back into. The serious realm to finish it off. Any other thoughts? We got our picks out. Yeah, I Did say go? I go with that rant right after I pick Hovland. <laughs> That's true. Well, pretty I much mean, sums up this podcast. <laughs> I think you can distinguish between him playing well and playing well in one isolated, playing well right now and playing well in one isolated PGA tournament. Between like him expecting to you know win the FedEx Cup by August things like that so uh all right good episode we should maybe do these in the morning more often or a little little cheeky a little punchy yeah i got a little i got a little bit more uh more energy here yeah yeah so all right everyone enjoy your wednesdays we'll put the ballot up late wednesday enjoy your friday junior if you listen to this on friday junior and we'll be back on uh friday